babies? Uh, I mean, I said between all of us have one a day, and you took oh. it upon yourself to uh, slam out a blog a day yourself, which is kudos hey. to you. Hey, you man. know what? Now, now what we've now we, what we've learned is you have the capability, time uh, to do it. So can I tell you something? No I had fuck a, excuses now. <laughs> I had a blog, and then I fucking press save, and it fucking deleted. I, was... I did that today. I was taking a shit oh, and I wrote it. I was so angry. Happened. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. It's like, I can't repeat my, my educated speak. I was telling my wife, I'm like, oh, Kelly, this was beautiful. It was a great blog. I had everything. Like, I really liked it. And then I pressed save. Gone. Yeah, it was gone. I did the same thing. I was taking a I can't do it again. And then I can't had to sit again. another 10 minutes on the toilet because I was angry. What was the know, topic? I get my angry shits. Uh, go Rich's mother's ass. Stuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, speaking of that, uh, what do you say we start the show with some opening takes, and uh, look at this, Slated is uh, Bobby to uh, start the show, so why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your opening take. Yeah, I was looking forward to, you know, a good uh, Lakers-Celtics finals. (laughs) Nuggets heat's way better. You kidding me? Way better. Who wants two classic teams in the NBA battling it out for supremacy? Fuck that. No, I want the Nugs versus the Heat. That's what I like. Hey, at least these teams play basketball. They're not worried about analytics or stars or any of that shit. No, they just hoop. That's what these guys do. Nuggets are already in. We we still have to deal with Missoula for one more night until Jimmy whips his dick out and finishes it off tonight. He took the past two games off, literally. I don't know if anybody noticed that. He hasn't been playing. Okay, he's ready to go. He's he's going to whip it out, slap it. it. It's done. They're cooked. We'll see. We record now at 8.06. The game starts in 25 minutes or so. Um, We'll see where they go. Ray, uh, is your opening take Celtics? No. Okay, then why why don't I... uh, Actually, I have a a different opening take. Can I go off the cups here? Yeah, absolutely. It's not not in the show rundown. It's actually uh, the blog that I was angry that it didn't... didn't Please, by all means. Wait, Uh, wait, wait. Is it my mother's ass? Because I don't want to fucking hear about it. No, I've written enough. No, we'll visually show you that later. (laughs) Yeah. My memoirs are soon to be published at one point. Oh. It's oh. like 60% Irene's <laughs> asshole. Uh, no, uh, what, what, off the cuffs, not going to talk about it on this show because the Bruins are out of the playoffs. Uh, uh, but uh, Matthew Kachuk and his Florida Panthers just went 11-1 and in their last 12 uh, games of playoff hockey. They swept the Carolina uh, Hurricanes, and they are now in the Stanley Cup Finals, which leads me to say... The Boston Bruins, the greatest team in NHL regular season history, essentially was 53 seconds away uh, in a Game 7 Round 1 matchup away from going to the Stanley Cup Finals. If you can do that math, the Panthers have torn through everybody. The Toronto, that was a no-brainer. That team can't get out of the second round. Carolina, um, just not ready or doesn't have enough. The Panthers were only given an ounce uh, of uh, – uh, defense against the Bruins. That's the only team that put up a fight against them. And they went to game seven. They had the lead with 53 seconds left in the seven, in the third period. And they choked it away. If they just held on to that, we'd be looking at a uh, Stanley cup berth right now against most likely Bruce Cassidy's Vegas Knights, which would have been awesome. Mwah. And instead, you know, you play soft in that final minute of game seven. And uh, you let Matthew Kachuk go and run rickshaw uh, across this league. That dude has, it four, they have four game-winning goals in the in the playoffs. He has Him. three of them, and the other one he assisted on. Mm-hmm. Dude's a beast. 
so anybody that like has that mentality that you feel better that you lost to like the best team going in, fuck you. Like that should salt the on the team. wound. The best what the hell's team... all over your hand. Come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, Ray, why don't you go ahead? Uh, quick, uh, did you know that uh, Matthew Kachuk's uh, high school went to high school with Jason Tatum? Did you know that? Cool. What's your opening take? Uh, there's a rat in Foxborough, and if it is Mac Jones who ratted out Joe Judge, I am Team Mac once again. I will be flip-flopping right over there because that is a baller move. Calling the NFLPA saying these meetings are going 20 minutes too long, and fucking now Belichick got fined. Joe Judge is probably on the hot seat because Bill Belichick doesn't like giving up money for free. Oh, my goodness. Mac Jones, if you are the rat, touche, sir. Bravo. Hats off. And I commend you. It was Slater. Yeah. He's like, I've been to deal with this meeting for 18 fucking years. I'm not going. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the rat in Foxborough for sure. But if I knew that's all it would take you to get back on T-Mac, I could have engineered that thing years ago. I have a lot to I have a lot to say on this because Mac Jones basically already did rat on on Joe Judge. <laughs> I know why we're in this he called out of the organization for fucking nine one one. He's already oh, proven to be a help rat. Help me. But how funny is it that now he got Joe Judge in trouble and Bill Belichick got fined for Joe Judge? Well, I, got a, I have a top five candidate list for who the rat is that we can we can run down and we'll see if Mac lands on that one. Uh, so we were talking about that. Uh, we're going to do uh, some ch 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 changes in the Celtics. Because uh, oh. Bobby's right. At some point, Jimmy Butler's uh, going to whip out his massive Michael Jordan hog and uh, uh, end this season, uh, mercifully end this season, whether it's tonight or down the line. And something's got to change for the Celtics. We'll talk about what some of those things are. We'll recap game uh, three and four um, uh, since we haven't had a chance to talk about it. So a lot of Celtics, obviously. Uh, Patriots have a rat talk about the uh, the OTA uh, cancelizations and the fine and the cheating that consists consistently goes on down there in Foxborough. Uh, a nice rumor has it segment. So a real diverse rumor has it segment and some juicy ones in there too. And of course, Simplest Minds of the Week. Uh, this is the Simple Minds Sports Show Friday Rewind, May 26th. Welcome to the show. Spot on with the dates. Like, yeah, it's not as fun though, is it? Killing it. Yeah. Once I mean, a... I like I like when you go like, oh, February, and we're in fucking May. When you that's usually entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's when I've been drinking all day. But you know, today's today we're doing light work. Um, light work. I forgot. What, oh, we are approaching season four in a week. I heard. And for three of those years, I didn't get the date right more than. I don't know. Once or twice. And we used to do three shows. We used to do uh, three recordings a week, six shows. So it's mm. a lot of wrong dates. That was. That was a good time. Yeah. I almost killed myself with the amount of time we spent together, but we got through <laughs> mm, it. You almost killed one of us. <laughs> yeah. Or all of us. Uh, if you're watching the show on uh, YouTube, you're welcome. 
Mm. We look especially good tonight. Mm. Uh, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, we are the number one New England sports show on iHeart and the self-proclaimed number one New England sports show on iTunes. So pat on the back to us. That hasn't changed uh, in four seasons. Um, wherever you're listening, Ray, I'm going to need some help here. we got a new sponsor. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to go to uh, Shankit Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, I'll uh, turn it over to you as... Uh, Shankit Golf, Golf yes. Go to uh, www.shankitgolf.com. Uh, they have golf shirts, golf hats, which the one that spoke to me the most was titties. Uh, it looks like Titleist, but it says titties. Looks great. Uh, they have uh, golf gloves, mm-hmm. T-shirts. Uh, what else they got? Ball markers. Uh, all the golf essentials you need, especially because Father's Day is coming up. But if you go to checkout, uh, put in the promo code. Irene. Simple. No, no, sorry, Irene. It's Simple Minds and get 15% off all your orders. <laughs> If you put in that code, she'll just end up calling you for free sex. (laughs) Shankygolf.com, promo code, Simple Minds, 15% off. No, that's my – thank you, Ray. Uh, That's my fault. I didn't – No, 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 it's fine. No, I was – in my head, I was thinking the promo code for 1-800-BOOTY, and that's (laughs) – That's Irene, all capitals. Yeah. No question mark. (laughs) With an eggplant emoji after it. Yeah, 1-800-NASTY-BOOTY is Irene6969. So just, that's for after midnight. Yeah. Uh, changes make change. Uh, game three. Uh, let's just dial it back. Let's run through uh, chronologically the Celtics debacle here. Um, uh, pick it up at game three. Celtics get absolutely annihilated, 128-102. to The starters don't even play the fourth quarter. Uh, lost by 30 uh, gutless fucking pukes is how I would describe that couple statistics to go along with it. Uh, 15 turnovers for the Celtics in that one, 20 points off of it for the heat. That's that. And then the three point percentage is your game. Celtics shot 26% from uh, three and the heat shot 54. No defense. They quit almost instantly in that game. Um, let's just Try to stick to game three and your initial reaction of watching that and the uh, pathetic display that was the Celtics in that game. When the Jays combined for 25 points, I mean, you can tell they gave up. They didn't give two fucks about that game. They could care less. The body language was all over the court, and uh, Missoula didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was coaching like uh, a bunch of kids in rec basketball six-year-olds just let them run around with their heads cut off and no direction just whatever happens happens Don't you coach rec basketball for six years not six grades i said six-year-olds got it yeah you're right <laughs> well, sometimes i let them run around with their heads cut off what whatever. you what you've described is joe mazula was basically coaching like bot pot like the bot pot hmm. bottom of the total bullet dump thank you literally we could have put you on the sideline and the result would have been the same uh, I probably I think Ray could have sneaked out a little bit more. Well, of course you did, you Joey Maz fucking hater. Go ahead, Bobby. Hey, no, listen, uh, out of pure... <laughs> oh, you big surprise. Tell, Bobby you thinks Ray could coach better than Joe Mazzula. You can't tell me that those players wouldn't play hard for Ray. Just to show oh, how I good would. of players they were, that they have that fat fuck sitting on the sideline for some reason, and they wouldn't go out and win that game despite him. Yeah, no, spite would be the main uh, motivator for Ray. His... Yeah. His mm. tenure as a head coach in any league would be oh. one and a half years, but he'd get the most of them. And if the timing was right, they'd get a championship. Except I've been... for Jalen Brown, who hates Celtics fans. So once he found <clears throat> out that Ray's a Celtic fan, he'd be like, oh, fuck this guy. Uh, and Jalen Brown, that's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I was going. And Jews. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. 
116. That's just the 16th. That's fine. So maybe, yeah, he's still all the other he'll, things. He he'll still have to run like. it by Kyrie first, and we'll see. And if Kanye, yeah, yeah, and Kanye. Uh, well, no, uh, go ahead, Bobby. You're your actual well, uh, your after player. the first couple games, Joey Maz said they were prepared. After game three, he said, they, Oh, we, we weren't, I didn't have him prepared. So now I don't know what he. First we're prepared, then we're not. He's got no idea. But the, the the main problem was the fight. They had no fight. They didn't even. They they literally rolled over. They rolled over, especially after halftime. I mean, they they didn't come out with any fight. But then after halftime, really in each game, the Heat come out with a lot of energy. I don't know. They take a bump of coke and then come out after the you <laughs> right are out. You and, are and, and literally, and then that's when the Celtics have been losing these games. Is in the third quarter. It's also when they, how they lost the NBA Finals last year. The Warriors had them beat in the third quarter. The Celtics are not a great third-quarter team. They haven't been under the Tatum-Brown era. Uh, it's because they are unfocused. They do concede. They um, have uh, very little fights, although we saw the resolve in Game 4. We know it's there. Um, there was no, you know, in Game 4, and yeah, just to finish up your thought, like, what a pathetic, I don't how do you even... How do you even show up the next day the way that they played game three? How quickly they quit and just and mailed it the fuck in. It's game three. You go down 3-0, the series is over. It's like it's pretty unbelievable. How do you how do you do that and then the next day come out and say you better not let us win one? <laughs> it's so dumb. That's what I don't get. It's so like you dumb. just got your fucking ass handed. I don't to want this out, team oh, to come back from 3 I don't want this to be the team that does it. Yeah, they're a very hard team to root. I started saying that I hated this team uh, late in the season, and it's it's yeah, it's it's very easy to hate them. It's very hard to like them um, when they play well. They play really beautiful basketball, and you and when Tatum is on, he's one of the best players in the world. It's just like it's so inconsistent in their lack of intensity and lack of balls and just grit. Like there's no grit at all. Marcus Smart is a fraud. He's not actual. He's not actually gritty. He's like Kyle Lowry. They're just frauds. Grant Williams is the, like probably the closest thing you have, and that sucks. <laughs> like to anybody yeah. with actual grit. We thought we were gonna get that from Malcolm Brogdon, but nope. He's a fucking puddle. Well, I don't know. Hurt. Derek White maybe has a little like grit. Al Horford. Al Horford probably has the most of it on on the team in terms of fight and like and give a fuck. And that's not great when you're 37 year old center is you know the guy leading that in that category but hmm. but the, look they came back game four and one 11999 um the difference here is Jason Tatum started making his shots and then everybody else started hitting the threes that's it they shot 40 percent from three the heat shot 25 percent from three they shot 25 instead of 50 percent because the Celtics felt good about themselves for hitting their shots so they decided to play defense mm-hmm. that's it that's hmm. it that's your statistic right there and has been all season. Bobby, you've been on it all year. 40% from behind the three. If they don't shoot 40% from behind the three, it's nearly impossible for them to win yeah. with this team. I think well, Bobby also did. said if you hold them under 100 points, you're going to win too. The Celtics are now 5-0 and when holding the Heat to yeah. under 110, and they're uh, the, what a 7-0-7 when they don't. Yeah. That's his whole setup. That That's the way that... Joey has the whole team set up is they shoot threes. They make them, they win the game. They don't, they lose. There is, there's nothing else to pivot to. There's no backup plan. There, there is nothing else that they do. The really, the only difference between that and the way that they were set up last year under Udoka was 
right below the their number one th that was their secondary was shot making uh, last year their initial was defensive energy so that if the shot making wasn't there the defensive energy could win the game but this year they don't have that it's just only about shooting threes yeah i mean you clearly saw that they actually gave a fuck about defense the other day because they were getting called out by the media and everyone else in new england saying you guys don't play a lick of defense anymore and you're getting your asses handed to you and they came out with intensity in the first quarter and it was a nice change of pace for once and Joey Maz, after game three lost, they said they lost their defensive identity after mm -hmm. two games, blaming it on their spacing. So, yeah, spacing. Mm -hmm. he, uh, Joe Mazzula doesn't have a clue. He's in over his head. How much can you really blame him? Um, <clears throat> they, you know, he got a put into a, into, a, <laughs> into a bad situation. <laughs> um, but, you know, he took the job. So, uh, just real quickly, backing up the idea that 40% from behind the three is the only way they win. That and turnovers. They had 10 turnovers in that game. Against the Heat. It felt like they had like six or seven in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, Tatum and Brown had like back to back to backs again on a, like a couple of bad series. And I'll give them this. I said, you know, we saw some resolve in that game forward and we did like they were down nine twice. Once in the third quarter, they were down nine. Jimmy Butler subbed back in, in the third quarter um, and went on a, a roll and get like 13 straight points for him. He was, he had a little stretch and then Tatum sub backed in when the Celtics were up one. Joe Mazzula called a smart timeout. He had a couple Which of those this game. Weird. Yeah. He called four of them, and out of all timeouts, they got a bucket. As soon as Tatum came back in, he took over the end of the third, and then it was, you know, it was kind of over after the fourth. So mm -hmm. look, it's very simple. It's a very simple formula. I think um who's the guy for uh is it the ringer or maybe it's sports illustrated? Um a Boston guy, NBA Boston guy. His name will come to me. But he but he pointed out uh Bill Simmons. Not Bill Simmons. Uh mm. Keith Law, maybe. Mm. The guy Sounds that, familiar. Yeah. Guy that uh does a podcast Keith. Anyway, it'll come to me. Solo? Nah, not Rosillo. Shut up, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, he he laid it out. It, it was it's very simple. You, you shoot about 40% from behind the three. Jason Tatum has to be Jason Tatum. You don't turn the ball over and you play subsequent defense. You actually put a hand in their face when they're shooting a three Weird. and they could win. They could win. Mm -hmm. But your biggest question marks there are, can you consistently get to 40% behind the line? And will Jason Tatum shoot up, show up? It, if Jimmy Butler is actually tired and not took those two games off, like if, 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 if he is wearing down, like the, his uh, statistically the the Knicks series and the Bucks series are like two of the best playoff series by an individual player in history like he went off so if he has literally if he's bottomed out like if he hasn't taken the game off like we're saying and he's actually tired they have a chance because the rest of the they don't got guys they don't have dudes and if they can't beat a team of undrafted dudes they deserve to lose they already deserve to lose but if like their only legitimate star is truly fatigued and tired, they need to make that man work real hard to get everything. Yeah, it all it all stems off Jimmy, and he missed some bunnies in the fourth quarter. So he's tired. Whether, you know whether whether it's fatigue or whatever. We said this going into the series, though. We we saw it last year against the Heat. Jimmy Butler will have three really good games in a seven game series. He's only needed to have. One, maybe yeah. game one. Other than that, over. I mean, you know, the Celtics had leads in, in the third quarter of game one and two, and they chucked both of them away. 
though, you know, outside of game three, this series has been competitive. Um, and it's except, for the third quarter, except for the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, if I, Joey, Joey Mass told us they won yeah. three or four quarters. <laughs> <clears throat> Look, it should be. So it is, I, I'm not going to put it past Butler, whether he's tired or not to come out and put a 39 point game up there and go out there and win. But you're right. You know, if he can't do that, then Gabe Vincent's out tonight. Uh, who's been electric 39 points in game three, 25 in game four, before he rolled his anchor or something like that. He's been awesome. Um, Caleb Martin, can Caleb Martin play at Jason Tatum level for seven, for another, you know, they only need one more game of it. So maybe Bam and Abayo is hit or miss. This is what this team is. They've just been really fucking hot. They're saying Tyler Harrow might be coming back too. Well, whatever. He's Doesn't been he out for weeks. Hand? He's a shooter. He's going to, yeah, he's going to need time they're to get saying, his time back. That's what they're saying. If it goes seven, don't be surprised if you see him in the lineup. If it goes seven, the Celtics will lose in game seven. <laughs> Of course, at home, yeah. but Tyler Hero is not going to be the reason why. It's like if it goes seven, the Celtics will shit down their own throats in the fourth quarter and lose that series. That's God. exactly what will happen. Kind of like the Bruins did. With yeah. their beard. Uh, exactly. That would be so irritating if that actually happened. That's the only. Okay, so uh, so we're, let me ask you both: Would you rather them lose tonight or well, go me... seven and lose to the Heat uh, in seven? Lose tonight? Seven. No, no, no. Go seven. I, I, oh, really? You, oh, you bought your twenty five dollars that bad? No, I I had them <laughs> winning in seven. Oh, good. No, I, I don't want to be forced to watch the Red Sox for one more extra week than I than I <laughs> than I need to. Yeah. And no, the drama's good. Look, I'm here for the entertainment. All right, I've seen enough championships in my lifetime. It'd be nice for the Celtics to get one. They haven't. They've had one championship in thirty seven years, and they act like they're still the king of the fucking court. Um. But it would be entertaining. It would be nice. It'd be entertaining. I think you know the biggest side effect from that would be well, we pushed all the way back to Game Seven. I guess we're just going to run it back with the same team again. You give put a banner up shot. for that, probably. Well, even if the, this was a, a Game Seven for Eastern Conference Finals, not the Finals, so it would have to be as seen as a failure or a backward step. Not to these soft millennials or Gen Zs, <laughs> whatever the fuck they are. Gen Zers. Um. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do you think it's do you think it's a series or what will make it a series? If they win tonight, if they win tonight, you would call it a series. 3-2 is a series. Mm. Do you get like I'm I don't have any faith in them, but I'm getting a little bit sucked into the idea. Oh, everyone's that talking they about they could it. get it. Yeah. Like you you're set up to do it. Your your hurdle is game 6 back in Miami. But Yeah. They they have what's the stat? They have the most home losses in NBA playoff history in the past mm-hmm. two years. Oh, Celtics? Yeah. They're four and five right now at home. In it's the not, they just have the significantly better team. They should be able to do this if they put their minds to it. Look, if they get hot, if they shoot 40% from three, no one will beat them. If they consistently shoot 40% from three every game, Statistically, the way that they shoot them, no one will beat them. No one can keep up with that. That's the playoffs, and you know that that's going to be so fucking hard to do the next three games to do that. Or or find a way to get the – even or or if they're worried about their shooting, find a way to alter your offense to get the points that you need so that you're you're still equally as efficient in getting the points. 
They won't do that, though. They refuse to go into the fucking paint. I know. They literally well, they refuse to do I know. They do. No, they, refuse they don't to refuse do to go in the paint. The last game, the game four is the only game they lost points in the paint, and they lost by 10. The games before, they were winning points in the paint by 20s. The problem but is the Heat were winning the three point battle. That's right. So their their uh, Joey Maz's team philosophy is not set up to go get two pointers then play stingy defense. It's to make more threes than the other team. So their defensive intensity is not built to play a two point game. It's it's built to play a three point game. And when you shoot twos and make them or miss them, you're closer to the basket. Your breakout defense and uh, transition defense is worse because you have more guys closer to the hoop, blah, 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 blah. So they're just not built to win that way. They're built to shoot 40% from three and win. And the analytics will tell you over 82 games in the regular season, that's enough to win 55 games. But when Jimmy Butler shows up with his Jordan-esque dong and throws it all over your mouth, you can't fucking rely on that. You have to. That is the problem. Why won't you, a reporter you ask him the question? Down? Why won't a reputable reporter ask the fucking question? <laughs> Why isn't Bobby in Boston right now to ask this question? I don't have press credentials. We'll get you. We can we'll get you. We, you know, <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll get you that. Uh, <laughs> and then instead else? of doing what I'm told, I just run up and punch Joey Maz in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you have one job. You have to go and investigate the Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's son. Uh, All over it. Conspiracy theory. I got it. I got it. Uh, local local retards seen here Joey. assaulting Joey Missoula. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming, Jimmy Jordan, Jimmy Jordan. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Jordan would be a sweet name, too. Yeah. Got more. JJ, got marketing written all over that. I had a couple more points here um, before we move on. Uh, Jalen Brown blows. I called this before this series. His offensive game has been exposed. Uh, it was exposed last year and the year before. He's a turnover machine when defenses key in on him and his slashing. Um, it affects his mid-range game um, because he can't pull up because he doesn't have the space. And he's not a good enough three-point shooter to create that space like Tatum. And he's not a facilitator. He is a terrible passer. He can't see the court. Have you ever watched him on a breakaway with like th- like three on one? He doesn't will know what to do. never pass the ball. He doesn't know. Never pass the ball. And th- this is a modern like AAU thing too. It's go to the hoop, collect the foul, and try to get the end one. Not we weren't. They weren't taught the three man weave as we were. If you God, dribble the ball, your your ass is on the fucking bench. They mm-hmm. weren't taught pass that and go behind, weave. baby. Pass and go behind. Um, so it's it's not necessarily him, but good God, that dude will not pass the ball. He probably shouldn't. He sucks at it. Your thoughts on Jalen Brown? He sucks. I he mean, needs to roll. He's given way too much freedom. Is he losing his $295 million Supermax? Uh, no, he'll so get it. No, he is not. He'll get it, but I think he's going to get traded the year I'm, after. I See, that would be a outcome that would be... Um, I think the if they lose tonight... If they don't really make this a series, if Jalen Brown continues to to suck, I don't think the Celtics want to play pay Tatum and Brown six hundred million dollars if they're going to keep fucking choking in the playoffs. And if Jalen Brown is averaging sixteen points here in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think it's very, very, very likely he signs the hundred and ninety five million dollar four year extension and then gets a sign and trade to a Houston or a Minnesota or Portland. some of these other teams that you need to sign them to. Keep your asset and then trade your value, valued asset. 
Yeah, and they're and the Celtics are in a real good place for that right now because they can have a conversation with him and see how willing he is to take the two, the one ninety five or the two ninety five, or they could lowball his max. Like they don't have to give him the super max; they can just give him up to it. So they could give him two hundred million, um, and a max in a five year deal. It's just a match of whatever's coming back to him. Yeah, right. So and they can judge his you know want to stay. And I would tell you this: after this series, I look at moving him. I thousand percent get marcus smart out of that god room dare you the longest tenured <laughs> celtic time to go longest tenured celtic time to go don't you think so their their biggest problem is lack of leadership and that's not no change. yeah they, they, they need a true starting point guard it, it doesn't need to be a star player they don't need he doesn't need to be their best player but Game they time. just need a they Game they need an adult time. at point guard they need on the court, they need an adult, a point guard, and off the court, they need a different voice than Marcus Smart. All right. I think like once given the point guard position, I've been really hard on Smart over the years. Um, I think he's morphed into a more suitable role than than what he has been in the past. But like messages run stale, man. Look at Bruce Cassidy, got blown out of Boston. Now he's going to the Stanley Cup finals. Messages run stale, and your biggest voices in that locker room right now are Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. So change it. Change I agree. It. I agree. Um, oh, yeah. Coach Smart. Did you see that when he took the fucking coach's chair in one of those timeouts? Hey, he sub, he's subbing hey, out. He, and he's he, he called up the play, and then they scored. Hey. He's making hey. subs. Like, you guys tired? You guys tired? All right, Pritchard, you want to get your – D.Y., hey. you're in. It's like Joey Maz is over there sucking on his Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Great job, Marcus. Good job, Mark. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Mark. All right, now, now, now smart. You're gonna want to take it. All right, Joe, I got it. Thanks. Yeah, Joe, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I got this. <laughs> okay, Celtics update after last night's win in game number five. Series now three two. Uh, two wins in a row for your Boston Celtics, who finally get their head out of their asses uh, and rebounded from that blowout in game three down in Miami. Uh, 110 to 97 victory, and it was never in doubt. Uh, they never uh, didn't have the lead, uh, and the entire game was tied twice, and that was as close as it ever got, up to as many as 16 at one point. Um, I started. I think it started with Tatum. Uh, he led from the jump, um, was aggressive early, uh, and then was facilitating his ass off for the rest of the game, getting everybody involved. Jalen Brown found a stroke. Jarek White was unconscious. Uh, finished four or five behind the line, I think, for uh, 24 points. Marcus Smart, great game, 23 points. Uh, but Jason uh, Jason Tatum filling up the, the sheet here, 21, 11, and 8. Um, all around good game. And most importantly, their defense. Defense has shown up. Um, only nine turnovers for the Celtics, 16 for the Heat. And the three-pointers are falling. Again, they shot over 41%. That's your key number. When the Celtics shoot over 40% from three, they uh, are 37-2 and two on the season. Um, I think undefeated in the playoffs. So limit the turnovers. Keep the heat under 110 points and shoot over 40% from three. And you're looking at a, you're looking at a win. Uh, so it's a series. It's 3-2. Head back to Miami. I'd be very, very, very afraid of Jimmy Butler in game six. Um, he has a tendency to go dormant two, three, sometimes four games in a series and then explode on the scene. And uh, I would fully expect that. And a Jimmy Butler here in game six after only 14 points and pretty much a no show in Boston last game. Um, 
in the game before even getting blocked by Grant Williams, that type of shit. So his legs do look a little tired. Even at the free throw line, he looked a little tired, but uh, I'd be scared of Jimmy, playoff Jimmy, uh, playoff Jimmy Jordan here in game six coming down to Miami. Certainly going to be the toughest um, game the Celtics will have if they get back to Boston in game seven. I'm not calling a slam dunk like everybody else. They think it's going to be a blowout. I've seen, we've seen what this Celtics team does. Uh, they make it as hard as possible. Um, so what a kick in the balls that would be uh, to lose in game seven after coming all the way back. But uh, I got to get through game six first. Beware of playoff Jimmy. But for now, uh, Celtics are doing the job. 110 to 97 uh, victory in game number five. Uh, okay. Well, we will see. The game uh, should be starting here momentarily. Um <laughs> So as we wait for that, let's sort over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. The Celtics have a pulse after an embarrassing Game 3 loss in Miami. Jason Tatum humbly showed he's one of the best players in the NBA in a Game 4 with a 116-99 win. The Celtics are still down three games to one. Next game is while we're recording tonight in Boston. Uh, the Red Sox were swept by the Angels. The Patriots were docked two OTA practices, and Bill Belichick was fined $50,000 thanks to Joe Judge going 20 minutes over on meetings. The Denver Nuggets are going to their first NBA Finals, led by Nikola Jokic. Jokic recorded his eighth triple-double of the postseason, breaking the previous record of seven held by Wilt Chamberlain. The Florida Panthers punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals with a 4-3 win over Carolina in a four-game sweep. They will play the winner of Dallas Stars and Vegas Golden Knights. Knights lead that series three games to none. Brooks Kepka wins his fifth major and third PGA Championship since 2018 with a nine-under at Oak Hill. And finally, sad news, as Jim Brown passed away at the age of 87, arguably one of the greatest running backs of all time. And I throw it back to you and ask you, who's your top three running backs of all time? Always with the trivia here at the end. I guess we got to start being ready for this shit. You sick, right? Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. Nice. I go, I go Barry Sanders, uh, Emmett Smith, OJ Simpson. That was a pick with your heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton. Mm. Oh, Curtis Martin. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love Curtis Martin. I, did, I used to until he went to the goddamn Jets. Yeah, Chris Martin Jets, belongs yeah. on the list of most underrated running backs of all time. Do you know he was the Martin's last never rookie? About he's like fifth or sixth in all-time uh, yards. That's fair. He is underrated, underappreciated. That's because he, he was, played for the Patriots before they mattered and, and the Jets. He was the he last met. Patriot rookie of the year. Nice. Well, that's because Mac gets screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Pats and Mac, the rat in Foxborough. What a story. What a way to start the season. I what love a it. Fucking bunch of dopes. Kind of <laughs> operations Belichick running down there. Good God. It's so bad. It is so bad down there. <laughs> Joe, and this the whole fucking... thing is bullshit. This penalty is bullshit. This is fucking dumb. Well, that's why you know it's a rat. That's how you oh, know it's yeah. a rat. It's so... totally rat. There's a rat in Foxborough. What? I mean. <laughs> What a fucking shit show. What are you, what is Belichick doing? I, I understand this is a Joe Judge thing and he cost Belichick $50,000, which for a $20 million a year guy is nothing, but still unreal. Um, but yeah, the pet, the, the rule is bullshit. They went 20 minutes over in a volunteer session, but that's how you know it's a rat. 
mm-hmm. because they're you know there's there's not like league officials going down there with stopwatches or anything. Um, what I was saying before is the best example of a rat for this was the Baltimore Ravens 2004, 13, 14, something like that. Uh, they got docked for a similar thing. I think it was like hitting uh, too early in practices, um, but it was Ben Watson, who was a player's rep that dimed him out. But they, they <laughs> cut his ass almost immediately as soon as the season started. They waited for the season to start so he couldn't find a job, and then they cut his ass for, for fucking ratting on him. That's fucking hilarious. Ravens don't give a fuck. I put I posted that blog today about this about who and there's like two sides to this. It's very it's split right down the middle. <clears throat> the old men fucking rip them. These guys are pussies. How dare you guys? You guys don't like a little extra work. You can't go to fucking nine to five job and fucking work a little extra. Blah blah blah. And then you have the younger crowd who's like, yeah, go get them, fucking boys. Yeah, that's bullshit. Fuck Joe Judge. Blah blah blah. It's like it's split right down the middle. My beef begins with just so first of all, if you're there at a voluntary (laughs) event, this is voluntary. So does like you've already chosen to be there. And so it's just something that they it was an arbitrary time to begin with. So you're at a voluntary event and at your voluntary event. But but that's not the point. The the point is that the point is that somebody dimed them out i know i know it's just the whole fucking thing they're not the point is joe judge it's yeah. not that they had to stay 20 minutes later it's joe judge this guy was here guy. last year they hated him um he was uh loud and obnoxious in meetings he was giving uh certain uh positions wrong information to the point where the troy browns wide receiver coaches of the world had to go to his players after joe judge talked to him and said hey, hey, hey that's not right don't this show. fucking turd doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, guys like Jabril Preppers, who played with him under uh, the, the, Giants. As the Giants head coach, must hate this guy. He watched him drive that organization into the ground. He's not respected, um, which is the which is the key key issue to this. Is the dude is not respected? Why Whether the fuck he, is he running meetings? Why he's the assistant head coach? Okay, Dwight Schrute. <laughs> He's Dwight Schrute. No, no, he's no. the assistant. There's no two in that fucking title. Belichick, to probably chap Kraft's uh, ass, gave him the title, and he's free because the Giants are paying him like $20 million. Uh, he's getting paid an absurd amount of money to fuck up the Patriots organization. How many people could have been at this voluntary meeting if it was Joe Judge-led? I would think like no, I'm. I think a lot. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah, I I think reports are like most of the team. The team is in. Like they're motivated. Obviously, you know, I'm Mac guys, but like there's he's energized by the new coaching staff on offense. I think that there's a lot of special teams meeting, right? So what was so what the deal was from what I I think it was a Greg Bedard report is they. Uh, offense and defense were scheduled to come in at a certain time for a 20 minute meeting that they were allotted for what Joe judge did was basically tack on a special teams meeting into that and like whatever, take his special teams guys out of those uh, after or before or whatever. So it was an additional 20 minutes, I think just for special teams, which is like the most Joe judge thing fucking possible. So you're, you don't have offense anymore. You've been granted the assistant head coach title, so you think you can just do whatever you want. Guys are there to work on offense and defense, and you have 20 minutes to do that. And instead, you go, all right, all you special teamers, you're with me now. 
Now it's my time. You fuck. It's Joe's time, baby. It's Joe time. You go on your Joe time. Can we figure out that all Joes are cunts? Is that what it is in Boston? I, if you, I, they're bad coaches. That's almost Ooh. a guarantee. Yes. No more Joes. That's almost a guarantee. No Joes in Boston. So if that's what happened, then it could probably, I mean, you would still theoretically think it's one of the people that actually had to do it. One of the, So you'd still think no, it could be a special No, 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 no. Okay, no, so no. I have a list. I don't, I don't think it is. Can I, I give you my, can I give you my uh, uh, funny list? This could, be funny. True. this could be true this could be very true and i have reasonings behind it so let's go with the number one culprit here the number one potential culprit for uh the rat and fox barrel is mac jones the very own c on my chest captain of the club mac jones yep very very obvious candidate here has been hey, joe judge. Mud for over a year oh hey, yeah it's joe judge with a passion oh yeah Hates they, how he talked over him and talked to him. Basically, they had screaming matches at practices. Fuck yeah. It ha- he has to be public. Not hates enemy. Belichick just as much. Hate just hates everything <laughs> going on there. Has already has already gone outside the organization for help. Uh Joe Judge Slander problem. me, motherfucker. Watch this. NFLPA. Hello. Yeah. He's a starting <laughs> quarterback. So you ask, what would he do in special teams? Judge had him holding the goddamn uh, ball for the place kicker. <laughs> Hey Mac, awesome. come over here. I need to practice this uh, place holding, just in yeah. case Zappy hold, goes down. Hold this ball, yeah. not the football. When I replace when I replace you with fucking uh, Zap Daddy over here, you're gonna be holding this place kicking. So uh, you need to get the reps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mac Jones, your number number one culprit. Oh yeah. Number two, and this this might be true. Jack Jones. Jack Jones suspended at the end of the year in uh, at the same time that punter um, um, Jake Bailey Bailey was suspended. There's something with they have the same agent or connecting agents or something there, Uh, but they were both suspended for uh, off team activities for something that we don't know happened. He's your number two corner uh, going into the year. You're going to make him play some special teams. He's got a gripe against the team anyway. You got to listen to that fat fuck Joe Judge scream at hey. the organization throughout the it's a, season it's last a year. fucking disability, dude. And Jack Jones is an asshole. I love it. <laughs> give John I, think I think it should be 1A and 1B. This shouldn't be number one or two. It should be 1A, 1B. You're giving a lot of credence to Jack Jones? Oh, fuck yeah. Very possible? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to fuck me over, bitch? Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, uh I I particularly like number 3, the, the uh, Patricia. Third <laughs> potential rat and fox barrel is none other than Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia still has connections. He's just um, calling into the league office. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make an anonymous uh Sir, are you eating? Yeah, just give me a second. Uh I'd like to make an anonymous <laughs> Uh, rat call. Uh, I think the Patriots are going over in their meetings. And Mike so Cancel and whatever bitch Jets fans are sitting there in New York. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Patriots again. Matt Patricia's a great, great hypothesis. Mm. Big axe to grind. Mm. <laughs> Who doesn't have an axe to grind on the Patriots? I Everybody's mad. I put him lower on the list. Okay. Uh, here's my number four. Uh, potential here uh, uh an old man soon to be out of a job holding on by the uh, by the uh testicle hairs of the young buck that was drafted to take his place nick folk oh yeah 
Nick Folk is soon to be out of the league. Uh, so instead of uh, swallowing that pill uh, and letting the young, who was the kicker they drafted? What's his name out of Maryland there? Keep well, talking. Doesn't Jake, matter. Jake Ryland. Ryland. Sure. Uh, uh, quickly, uh, can I chop you real quick? Go ahead. Celtics up 20 to 5 right now. 20 to 5. Whoa. 20 to 5. And Jason Tatum has a technical foul for bitching. For creaming on Butler's face after a couple of threes, twenty to five. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt this football talk, but yes, uh, twenty to five. Oh man, it's gonna hurt so bad when they blow this. <laughs> uh oh. Anyway, Nick Folk. Yeah, yeah. Your Nick thoughts Folk, on, I can see uh, that. Nick Folk not letting go of the rope here. Not want to go into the twilight. Uh, Draft burning, burning bridges. Draft the chaos. fucking rookie. Draft the rookie. Bring him in. Fucking twenty minute long meeting. Nope. Story uh-uh. as old as time. Yep. Yeah. Just causing chaos and see if you can come out of it. See him again. Hey, I'm still here, Bill. I'm yep. still here. I'll kick for you. Yeah. I can be your special teams coach, Bill. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and lastly, chess versus checkers here. Your uh, number five possible candidate for the rat is Bill Belichick himself. Hmm. Bill Belichick. Plausible deniability to get rid of Judge? Yep. Bingo. Uh, a little a little motivation uh, going on. And also, just speaking of chaos, disrupting uh, practice and OTAs to finally capitalize on destroying Mac Jones. Or could be Bill O'Brien who's gotten there and seen, why is this guy here? I need him out of here. And he could have done it. Ooh, Billy. Billy O'Brien, baby. Billy O. I like that one. I like that one, too. Billy I O'Brien, like one, too. 1C. I like it. <laughs> I'm going Billy. So there's your uh, there's your chance. A couple other Patriots notes here I just wanted to, uh, to touch on. We're running late here, so we don't have to take too much time. But I, I wouldn't be the captain of the Mac Jones Club if I didn't give you this tidbit. Uh, Mac Jones was unanimously voted the number two quarterback in the NFL. That was the stupidest fucking thing you've ever sent me in your entire life. Of his draft class of 2021, only beat out by Trevor Lawrence. So, And the other three guys don't even fucking play. Number Dumb. two, Ray. Dumb. Number two. That was the dumbest thing you've ever sent. That was a me sending you something kind of thing. That was dumb. You're calling yourself dumb? Yeah. <laughs> number two. And he was drafted fifth. So, you know. Uh, what? He was drafted 15. He was drafted the fifth quarterback of that. Oh, draft. he is dumb. See, it always comes full <laughs> circle. <laughs> always. It always comes full circle. Uh, pro, also from Pro Football Focus, they had the Patriots simulated to win 11 games this season, right on track with what I was talking about. And a boy, Florio. PFF is doing some dick riding. <laughs> That's where the fifty thousand went from Belichick. My Fine. God, there it is. Just settle. One, <laughs> one deep. Florio. There we go. Yeah. They just <laughs> saddle it up. Uh, so there you go. Um, I had the uh, there was the musket fire website I had something on there. The best position groups uh, uh, for the Pats, but we'll save that best and worst position groups because we're uh, running late here. Save that for next week. There's some good ones. It was a good discussion. I like the worst position groups conversation a little bit better, but yeah, there's uh, something that you put something second that should have been first on the list, but go on. 
Well, we will wait till next week to discuss. There's a little teaser for you. Best and worst position groups heading in, seeing as the Patriots aren't practicing yet anyway. So might as well wait. Guarantee you <laughs> got a couple days week. off. Uh, so we'll wait on that and we'll move forward to a, uh, well, we'll start Patriots in our rumor has it segment right after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it. Uh, yeah, we'll start Patriots with DeAndre Hopkins getting back into the news uh, around Foxborough. Did another, did another presser. Here's the uh, quotes from that. He said, obviously, of course, I've heard a lot of rumors, people talking. I would definitely say the Patriots were one of those teams. Obviously, I'd say the Bills were one of those teams. I didn't have direct conversations, but seeing what's on Twitter, what's on Instagram, you've got to pay attention to those things really those are the only two teams that i paid attention to that i was like all right let me see if social media is right so essentially deandre hopkins sources are the same as ours but that's the glass half empty glass positive if you're a hopkins guy he only thinks it's down to the bills and the patriots well wouldn't you rather go to the bills because they have a better chance you can't tell me a team like the chiefs aren't into him i don't think they get Chiefs don't even like who are the chiefs receivers right now yep I don't know, they just won the fucking Super Bowl with them, so they're probably okay. uh, one of those players is on the New England Patriots right now. Exactly, we picked from the best, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, the Chiefs were in on him on the buyout market. Um, his contract is in the way of all of this stuff, and the Arizona Cardinals' asking price is in the way of all of this. Um, I think if he's willing to restructure, you'll see him. Uh, you could see him in New England for a third round pick, and. Uh, if not, then maybe the Bills bite the bullet and try to get over the hump with Hopkins. But I don't know. I don't You're think still another receiver the is the Bills' problem. No, it's Josh, Josh Allen's an idiot, and they're a bunch of losers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're a bunch of losers. Does Hopkins move the needle for you still, though? If uh, if Hopkins come on offense, that's you know, Pro Football Focus has you at eleven wins. Hopkins might get you to thirteen. What do you know? Do you think if Mac Jones can come out and Bill O'Brien actually can like make this offense work and you have DeAndre Hopkins, can they be better than the Bills? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. I don't know about better, but they could take the division from them because the Bills uh-huh. drop three, two, three, four bad games a year. They just don't show up to them. Um, they were in, they were in, they, the Patriots were on their heels two years ago when Mac was a rookie the division when the remember they beat the bills at home in that crazy game then the bills went down to jacksonville lost and then they went to brady in tampa bay and we were like oh here we go and they came back and won in the fourth quarter so yeah definitely definitely and i think juju smith schuster is better as a number two than a number one because yeah he's he's yeah he's not an out and out one Mm. never had never was never is well, well, he thought he can... was after they got rid of Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, and they showed that wow. he needed uh, another guy out there. So, not to get too in the weeds with the Patriots stuff because we have a lot to go here, but if they can, um, if Bill O'Brien can get back to the Tom Brady offense and Mac Jones can run it as a somewhat of a, a competent level, Juju Smith Schuster should play that Edelman role, which was never really a number one, and it's really hard to treat that as number one as as a defense because there's so many option routes in it. Um, so it's not like he's on the outside getting doubled. 
Um, and if the only way to do that on defense is to really crowd the middle of the field, that opens up a lot of other shit. We watched, we watched the Patriots offense do that for 20 years. So mm. uh, I think Juju Smith Schuster is a lot more equipped to do that kind of work than Jacoby Myers, which is why I like the signing. It's just up to O'Brien and Mac Jones, if they can actually operate it. Mm. I think. Um, so that's your Patriots rumor has it. We'll see. Uh, continue to keep an eye on Hopkins. Here's a Red Sox one for you. Ooh. This one's this one's building up steam a little bit out there. This cannot Shohei, be true. Shohei Otani to the Boston Red Sox. Shohei Otani. Shohei. Oh, sorry. Uh, thank you. Um, he was talking. He was chatting it up with uh, Matsu out there over the weekend when the Red Sox lost all their games to the. Also, oh, now it's the Japanese uh, mafia motivation going on, or whatever. You're going to bring the that. whole Japanese team to the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah I prefer to call it the Tokyo Connection. Yeah, Ooh. Tokyo Drift. Uh, so your Express was a tag team back in the WWF back in the day. I like that better. Instead of the Red Sox, we're going to be called the Chopsticks. Yeah, I had a mute ready. I get muted for that. You can say that. Yeah, I would rather a, a par- semi-racial joke than uh, <laughs> WWE references all day. Thank you. It wasn't racial. It was geographical. My bad. Uh, let me give you some quotes on Otani of the Red Sox. Uh, quote, it's an arms race in the American League East. This is from Gavin Patrick of TWSN. You all are familiar with TWSN. Uh, the Rays don't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. The Yankees could be in on Otani if become a free agent. Boston only has one prospect inside the top 75, uh, 100 prospects. And that's Marcelo Mayer. So he'd likely have to be packaged with another young talent in draft picks to get Otani. The Red Sox can pull off a deal. They go from seller team to, in their division to postseason contender immediately. Not only that, they ha- keep an elite player in Otani out of the Yankees' hands for the future. Uh, it goes on further to say there have been some reasons to be optimistic about Otani suiting up for the Red Sox in the future. Red Sox part owner Tom Warner has gushed over the value of Otani earlier in the season. It's all about value in Boston, as we know. Mm, you get a hitter and a and a pitcher, mm. same same price. Mass Lives Chris Catillo, Catillo, rather confidently said that if Otani were to reach free agency, Boston would be involved. Uh, and then from Heim Bloom's word mouth himself, uh, when asked about it, he said, "You know, I get asked about that every time I come out here, and I have to give you the same answer, which as I can't talk about it. It's somebody else's player. Some analysts think the Red Sox could be in in contention, but." Given the team's current state, they would have to give up too much uh, to make such a trade. Ray, if it cost them Marcelo Mayer and whatever else it cost them, would you be in on it? Fuck well, we got booted. We had a glitch in the matrix. Did you hear my question? Ray, if it cost you Marcelo Mayer and whatever else, do you make the deal? Can't hear you. Yep, because Otani is that kind of player. He's that generational player. He can pitch. He can hit. Absolutely, whatever it takes to get him. Bobby, you're just you're into the chopsticks. It's a no. It's a no brainer. <laughs> the best pitcher and best hitter in baseball for a guy that's never fucking played. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The potential. The potential. You don't. What understand. about the potential? You don't understand the potential of these uh, these farm system kids that uh, that socked have to come up and socked. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right, let's get to this real this real good one here. I got Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Is this my internet or his? It must be his. He's fucking everything up. Pay your internet bill, Ray. 
<laughs> Mid hat change, he just disappears. It's the well, we're about to talk some conspiracy shit, so maybe Big Brothers. They're like, I don't want to hear what Relangevin has to say. Nope, 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 nope. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. It's all right. He had a good run. Yeah. All right. Let me do this. I think. Tell me, can you see this? Oh, there it is. Okay. You're back. It's your internet that's screwing us up, by the way. Me? Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I think that tinfoil hat's messing with your Wi Fi. Go ahead. Quick. (laughs) Or Big Brother's on to you. Okay. Here's the headline Big Pharma killed Kobe Bryant. Motherfuckers. The black how Ray, how do you rewind a how do you push back a a turd? No. <laughs> it looks like his fingers already did that. Yeah. <laughs> As, yeah, okay. Uh no, how, can, can I not <laughs> dial this thing back? Can I not rewind it? Rewind what? Dang, All right, just listen. Can you hear it? Because they were lacing these energy supplements with opiates. Whoa. It was like to get even more addicted. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Online. That's crazy. Is it a venture capitalist partnership with yeah. someone no. named Jeff Stiebel? And there's this weird conspiracy that he might be linked to it in some way because Jeff Stiebel was invested in those three separate companies mm-hmm. that Kobe Bryant was suing. Wow. And the thing is... His court date was three days before he died. So so they may have been like, look, he can't show up to that. Something that really pushes this for me is the thought of, you haven't heard anything about it, right? No. But if Toby Bryant went and testified, what right. they've been talking about Then we would have heard about it. A lot more people would have heard yeah, about it. He's one of the biggest athletes of this generation. How much of that did you hear? Uh, that basically he was going to court about Big Pharma and that uh, three days later his helicopter went basically it's confirmed it, there, yeah it, it's obvious <laughs> there's nothing, nothing else that needs to be said here I've, I've really gone down the rabbit hole of the uh, of the Big Pharma conspiracies after the uh, like the COVID vaccine stuff is come out that it was all bullshit so i'm in i'm in on big pharma uh just basically running the world and killing everybody killing mm-hmm. everybody they want. well there's other even before that what's it with the it was it not vicodin or the pain pills everything they did there that whole thing yeah, yeah. i was like no no it was a uh, vita oxycontin oh yeah well yeah the yeah. opioid uh crisis one thing and then there was another pill that killed like 165,000 people or something and like it just kind of brushed under the rug yeah it's massive. So, and you got a guy like Kobe, Kobe, like Kobe Bryant would be the one guy that could potentially take him down. I feel like they, that's a guy you should be scared of. M- M- Black Mamba mentality. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, and they were like, we'll show you. Yeah. So they fired a rocket into his helicopter. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Simless Minds of the Week right after this. stupid or something i'm as stupid as a stupid does uh okay we've got a couple here um ray did you send me this one yeah and fucking bobby pissed me off with his response when i sent it to you okay well let's say let's what did try i to even re- say 
I don't remember. Let's try and recreate this. He gets mad. So <laughs> okay. Let's try and recreate this. Uh, here's the headline. Dad spends $21,000 on Taylor Swift tickets. Uh, and he says he was forced to. And it's, quote, it's just not right. Here's the story. In November, uh, Silva, this is the guy's last name, bought four tickets for the Swift's The Eras Tour. Stop at Gillette Stadium on May 19th as a Christmas gift for his 19-year-old daughter. The entire set purchased uh, through StubHub, or StubHub, come to find out, uh, cost Silva $1,800, but he was still empty-handed days before the show. He opted to go through a different ticket site where he met the massive $21,000 price tag, 11 times the total amount he paid before. He said, quote, that's just not right. In my opinion, they should not wait until the day before the tickets to be sent out by the reseller. StubHub, the third-party ticket exchange and resale company, has a policy where tickets aren't sent to the purchaser until after the day before the event and alternative tickets were not available. He got duped. Mm -hmm. This happened to me when I went to Vegas, when I went to see the Patriots. Go on. I had to buy Patriots tickets. Oh, I bought them in like after the schedule came out, so it was like last May. Bought them, and they wouldn't send them to me, and then the guy like backed out the last minute, and I had to go buy different tickets. It's fucking bullshit. StubHub sucks. So are you, are you pro dad here? No, he's an idiot for spending $21,000 on fucking Taylor Swift tickets. That's, <laughs> That's fucking intense. stupid. That's stupid. That is dumb. It's stupid if you're going to like bitch about it after. Like, obviously, you had the money. So like... That's what I don't like. You have the money because obviously, if you drop $21,000 last minute to go to Does he or Taylor is he Swift? just a moron? Like, does he just have a credit card with a high limit? And he's like, we just got, what? No, my here. daughter doesn't love me. I don't know. Imagine that, here. though. Fucking swipe it. Fuck that. No way, man. Someone needs to keep an eye on this guy. He's going to go down a, a real rabbit hole of depression and fucking drugs. And he's going to go use $21,000 <laughs> in debt. The interest is cranking up. You can't fucking pay it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. 21000 It's already 32000 Yeah, they're going to find him in his car. The Taylor Swift CD playing on repeat with a fucking gun in his mouth. Oh, you know that yeah, that credit card's like at least ten percent, you know, like right there. So yeah, he's fucked. This guy's fucked. Yeah. So whether yeah, whether he he had the money, he's just what a fucking dumb decision. Uh, you know what the answer to that? Is? Sorry, honey, uh, we're not going to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Nope. We're on the TV. Here, Sorry, I'll honey. tell you what. I was willing to spend eighteen hundred. So let's find an alternative eighteen hundred dollar event that we could go do, like hookers and blow. <laughs> I'll show you a good time. Yeah, exactly. Shake it off, baby. Shake it yeah, off. I'll give you a you Swiftie. You don't even need $800. <laughs> yeah. We could use Swifties on them. I'll give you a Swiftie. Dad, I'm your daughter. Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, and your last Simplest Minds of the Week goes to one uh, Paolo Banchero of the Orlando Magic for gracing. Oh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Let me see if I can share the screen again. I'm trying to get better. Oh, my God. Um. Uh, Oh, how's Bobby it? see it? Oh, I clicked wow. the link. Looks like Bill Bunchero back in high school. Is is repping the Janko jeans again. They're coming back. The 90s style uh pinstripe magic jersey. The uh ski goggles on the side of the head. What's that movie? Can't hardly wait. That uh yeah, he with, should uh, be Seth embarrassed with himself. And then he's got the one of those 45, 42s Jankos on the bottom. My god. Maybe more. I did any of you no, none of us rocked them. Those were the stupidest fucking pants I've ever seen in my entire life. Bill rocked them. No, Bill was a sweatpants guy. 
Of course he was. <laughs> Constantly rocking half chub. <laughs> Hoping Nardone would take him after class. He always ready. He just beat me oh, with more hammers. Yeah. <laughs> So, it, wait, <laughs> what's Banchero thinking here with the fucking Jinkos? I don't know, man. Thinking, it looks like he loves that shit. Look at him. He's got his little half smile looking down at his own half job. They might become, I don't know if I saw the, some of the swag the Celtics were walking in. The other night. Jason Tatum had like that all white fucking thing on. But um, Robert Williams, this stood out to me, had proper 1970s bell bottoms. Like they were skinny around his legs and then flared like a motherfucker, almost Jenko style at the end. Very strange. Everything's separate. Is that where fashion's going now? That's very strange. I don't know why it's going back that way. I mean, I thought that was fucking ridiculous back in the day. I love where I'm at, um, which is very much not giving a fuck. (laughs) Very, very, very much not. I wear Crocs everywhere and paint stained. Oh, you're a Croc guy, huh? I fucking love Crocs. (laughs) Who doesn't? They're amazing. My daughter's like, all she wants to wear now is Crocs. It took me, uh, my cousin Jarrell got into them when they Oof. first arrived on the scene. Aladdin. Thank you. And uh, we made fun of him merci- mercilessly for 10 years. And then finally I slipped a pair on and it's been, I'm never going back. Literally. Isn't that, com- that comfortable? Your foot is comfortable. You can breathe. You breathe. That is, they are an absolute delight. Pop the straps on the back for athletic mode. You're in business. Matt Sullivan ruined it for me. I couldn't do it. He just wore those things in the wintertime, too. You can't take a, you can't take any type of advice from Matt Sullivan. What are you fucking high? Before Crocs, <laughs> he was wearing like the uh, like the mesh fucking clogs without socks in February. First of all, through he's the not snow. even he entirely human. He probably walked around barefoot before Crocs. He okay? is. Goddamn he is a savage. He yeah. is a mouth-breathing savage. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The they made Crocs for that man. He He's was a, ne- brought- a Neanderthal. Uh, he needs to be checked for Neanderthal blood. Hundred percent. The only thing that his twin is just so much different. <laughs> yes, I he tell people about this. Where literally the, the the difference between the two of them couldn't be any more stark. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Night yeah. day, night and day. They're both cons. Just in d- different ways. Hmm. Ooh. It just depends on what, which one pisses you off more, pretentiousness yeah, well, or general cuntiness. Always Ryan. Always. Ryan always pisses me off. Yeah, I hate him. Uh, this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, May twenty sixth. See you next time. Bye bye. Happy Memorial Day. Ah yes. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna go watch this game. Uh, hold on. No, don't don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ryan Sullivan definitely wants to. I'm not a guy. Yeah.
companies. Where? Back to the future. Howdy ho, neighbor. Hello. Oh, can't Aubrey. hear you, Bobby. Oh, Aubrey. Bobby's first mic fuck up. Oh. Oh, plug the quarter cord in, bro. Oh, it was down on his ass. He must have been doing something <laughs> different before this. He must have been on his, on his other show. Got too comfortable. How far did it go? Got too comfortable. Yeah, now, yeah. did you start with the, the mic, the mic, or did you go with the stick in first? I always go stick first. Not a boy. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's the easiest thing you've ever asked me. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, the classic chord wrap. Apologies. Apologies. My fault. Fucking idiot. We don't call you the bottom of the totem pole of dump. <laughs> God True. Damn it. Yeah. Stick first, you fucking idiot. <laughs> what else would um, you do? What, what do you back into it? <laughs> some people like the little, the little excitement in their life, you know, Bobby, and not just bland walls, you know, over there. <laughs> <laughs> bland Bobby. <laughs> Bland white power, Bobby. That's what we call. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, anything else? Any, uh, anything else? Ray, you got anything up your ass tonight? Other than a no. Luckily, a, hopefully a shamrock for the old. Hopefully seas. a shamrock. Yes, for the. See what season. I did there? I see. When you, you called a gentleman sweep for the Celtics, did you actually mean that they were going to get gentlemen sweeped? No, I don't want to discuss that right now, Bobby. Fair enough. I believe it's swept. Uh, what do you say we start the show? We sweeped our way into this uh, opening take. Swept our way. Uh, swept. Yep. Uh, apologies. Apologies. Couple. You've been really hammering out those blogs. You just need a little motivation from uh, from the old commission. Well, we make a, we make a running. deal. We make a deal. I do it. You don't. I mean, I, whatever. Whatever, baby. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, I think you misunderstood my. Uh, I mean, I said between all of us, have one a day. And you took oh. it upon yourself to uh, slam out a blog a day yourself, which is kudos hey. to you. Hey, you man. know what? Now, now what we've now we, what we've learned is you have the capability, time uh, to do it. So can I tell you something? No I had fuck a, excuses now. I had a blog, <laughs> and then I fucking press save, and it fucking deleted. I was, I did that today. I was taking a shit oh, and I wrote it. I was so angry. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. It's like, I can't repeat my, my educated speak. I was telling my wife, I'm like, oh, Kelly, this was beautiful. It was a great blog. I had everything. Like, I really liked it. And then I pressed save. Gone. Yeah, it was gone. I did the same thing. I was taking a I can't do it again. And then I can't had to sit again. another 10 minutes on the toilet because I was angry. What was the know, topic? I get my angry shits. So uh, go uh, Richard's mother's ass. Stuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, speaking of that, uh, what do you say we start the show with some opening takes? And uh, look at this, Slated is uh, Bobby to uh, start the show. So why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your opening take?
Like